0: And we are back for another afternoon of the Employment Hour. You bet. 604-280-9898 is the number, star 9898 on your cell. You want to get a hold of Leor when we're not on the air. By the way, that is simple. It is uh, com and also severancepaycalculator.com, which we will get to in more depth. As the day rolls on, Leora, welcome back, pal. It's a, it's a Sunday afternoon. We are ready to go. We always start the show. By the way, I should uh, mention this. We're going to get into the show today along with your emails and calls. It will be, you need to watch your back when These you do not want to miss. These are key to your employment and your employment health and your general health. When you've got to look at what's going on behind your back or something that's coming down the pike with your job, and you may not be there too long or otherwise, we're going to get to a bunch of talking points in that regard, but we always start My brother, with the week that was, how was it? Well, John,
1: this is the time of year where a lot of companies that operate on a a fiscal year uh, may make changes. A lot of uh, companies have fiscals that end in June, July, etc., and they're going to need to make some changes. Usually, this time of year, companies decide about their next fiscal are they going to restructure? Are they going to cut costs? Are they going to, you know, make some changes? And because of that, individuals are going to find themselves kind of the victim of this process, where they end up losing their job, not because they did anything wrong, but because that's what the company does. So I've spoken already with a lot of people over the past week or two uh, that have found themselves in that situation. So you, if you're mm-hmm. listening right now, it may happen. So you want to be ready. You want to listen to what we're talking about here on the show today and always so you understand your rights. If there's a problem at work, if something happened, if you lost your job, if you're worried about losing your job, we'll address that and always everything else as well. And remember, this is a call-in show, so we'd love to take your call, your questions, so hopefully we can solve some problems. But then again, if you are someone that wants to just speak to me privately so I can help you with your situation not on air, Call me uh, in the office anytime. We'll give you my contact information and we'll hook up that way and, uh, and discuss. But let, let me tell you about a couple of situations that uh, uh, came across my desk over the past few days. The mm-hmm. first one addresses really two myths it addresses the myth of uh, probation and what that means, and addresses the myth of short service employees. So here we are at the beginning of June, well this person that called me was hired uh, right at the beginning of April, so two months ago, and he was hired as a sales manager. Uh, and he worked there and he thought things were going okay, not necessarily terrific, but he thought they were going good enough. Well unfortunately the company felt differently and just a few days ago they contacted him and they said, we're going to have to let you go, it's just not working out the way we wanted. you're a good guy, but not right. for us. And you know what, probably they were right, it, You know, it wasn't a good fit, these things happen. But then the company said, well, because you've just been here for a couple months, you're on probation, we don't have to pay you anything, but we're going to be good guys. We're going to give you one week of severance. And he Mm -hmm. called me because he'd heard our show and he wanted to know, is this right? Is this kosher? Do they owe me more or am I getting the right deal here? Well, here's the thing, John. Even though he had an employment agreement, the employment agreement said nothing at all about probation. It was completely silent on it. And because of that, he was not on probation, okay? We want to be very, very clear. Uh, Probation has to be created in an employment agreement. For you to be on probation, your employment agreement has to say you are on probation. And if it doesn't say that, you're not on probation. So he wasn't on probation, and so he was owed severance. Now, how much severance? He was 58 years old, sales manager, worked for a couple of months. I assessed him as being owed three to four months of severance. Now, the important part is to understand he only worked there for two months, yet he was still owed three to four months severance. So that's the other thing I wanted to, to talk about and remind our listeners that short service employees are treated very well when it comes to severance. Okay? They're treated very well. In fact, short service employees are treated better than long service employees often. So he assumed that he's not getting much, and his employer probably assumed he wasn't getting anything. Number one, he wasn't on probation. Number two, as a short service senior employee like that, he was owed three to four months of pay. So not only was he owed more than the week pay, he was owed three to four months, and I'm gonna help him. This would be very easy to resolve. And I see this, John, happen all the time. Employees are let go after one, two, six, ten months. They assume they're not owed anything, where in fact, they could be owed significant amounts.
0: And the thing is there, I mean, everybody listening to that goes, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I thought I, might, I, I, I thought probation was a part of every job. It just came with the territory. You're automatically on probation because you're new. Not the case. And that's good to know, right?
1: A lot of people assume that. A lot of people assume that oh. completely. And that's wrong. That is not the case. Uh, there's no such thing as an automatic probation. Uh, and, and an employer that does something wrong, you know, in this situation has to pay, which kind of takes me to the, the, the second week there was case I'll tell you about. Yep which uh, has to do with vacation pay and, uh, or vacation time. And this person that i uh, spoken with uh, was a good soldier. He had, uh, for the last three years, had not taken any vacation time because the company was very busy. He was paid vacation pay, but he never took any time off. So this year, he told his employer, I need some time off. I want to go away with my family, so I'm going to take some time off in May. Uh, company said, no, you cannot do that. Uh, we're very busy, so uh, you know we need you here. Uh, and when he said, no, I'm going to do it. He said, well, if you go, we're going to consider you to have resigned and you're not going to have a job to come back with, uh, come back to. So he said, fine, I'm going to stay. Uh, and, but then his wife actually, uh, told him, this doesn't sound right. You got to call your, and, you know, wives generally are correct. Uh, and, and she was correct in this situation. He (laughs) called me and, uh, yeah. And because of that, I told him, yeah, they can't do that. You're allowed to take vacation time. Your employer cannot say you're not taking. Now, an employer is allowed to schedule vacation, but your employer cannot say you're not taking vacation. And if they try to penalize you by saying you're resigned if you don't take it, that's illegal. That's a reprisal. So potentially they owe him damages for the fact that they refuse to allow him to take vacation and threaten him. That could also be a constructive dismissal. They breach the terms of employment. So I want our listeners to understand you're allowed to take vacation you're allowed to take vacation and your employer cannot prevent you and say you're not allowed, even though you're busy or whatever it is. If they don't give you a vacation, call me. We can talk about all the remedies that are available to you.
0: Want to mention Lior's number, by the way. Take this down when we're not uh, on air doing the show. You need to call him in your own time. Uh, that is quite simply 604 283 3123 and help at com. And to call in, still got plenty of time. 604 280 9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Um, just before we uh, take a break here, we still got a few minutes. SeverancePayCalculator.com. So important. Talk about it.
1: So I talked to how I assessed a person's entitlement when you work for a couple of months. What anyone can do the same thing for themselves or for someone else. You want to know how much severance you're actually owed. Not this whole nonsense of a week's pay per year of service. You want to know the real amount. You go to severancepaycalculator.com. Again, severancepaycalculator.com. And you find out exactly how much you wrote. You answer three simple questions. It's simple. It takes seconds. It's anonymous. It's free. So bottom line is there's really no excuse not to use it. There's no excuse not to make that the very first place you go to if you lost your job. So go to severancepaycalculator.com right now so you have that information. Maybe you haven't lost your job, but maybe you're just curious. Or maybe you want to know whether you know when you lost your job last year, did you actually get the right deal? Again, severancepaycalculator.com, and if you know someone that lost their job because uh, there's a restructuring or because the company alleges that they did something wrong, tell them to check it out. They'll be glad they did. Find out, and they should find out exactly what they wrote.
0: You know, I mentioned off the top, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, you need to know uh, to watch your back when, and these are these are occasions we want to enlighten people, just exactly that, something may be coming down the pike. Talk a little bit about, before I get to the first point, before we break here, about uh, why we're doing this topic tonight, why you think it's so important.
1: Well, a lot of times, John, people call me when bad things happen, you know, something happened, and at that point, we're trying to figure out, you know, what can we do to solve this problem? Well, I want people to be proactive, and oftentimes, Problems, big problems can be avoided if you know what to look for. If you can identify the problem signs in advance, if you realize, oh, wait a second, this thing is happening, my boss is doing this, I should be concerned, I should be responding, I should do something about it. So I wanted to talk about some of the signs, some of the situations that you may find yourself that you can't ignore because if you ignore, there's going to be repercussions. If you you ignore, you're going to make your life difficult. You're going to give away rights and entitlements that you have. So we're going to list a few scenarios. If you find yourself in that situation, you need to be careful. You need to do something. And I'll tell you exactly, of course, what you need to do.
0: And we'll get to that after we take a short break. Phone lines are open for your phone calls as well. On any other topic you're wondering about, your severance, your job, your boss, workplace harassment, bring it on here to take your calls right to uh, close to top of the hour. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 as well. This is the Employment Hour right here on CKNW. And we are back at her. Again, phone lines wide open for you to call. Have any questions during the remainder of the show, bring them on. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. If you have not checked it out yet, you'll find want to find out what the correct amount of severance should be. Simple. You can always call Lior or you can go to severancepaycalculator.com as well. So you need to watch your back win. I'll get into the first one of these. We teed it up nicely before we took a break and we're back at it. Uh, number one is you believe your employer is building up a case against you with the bad performance reviews.
1: Yes. So what does it mean when your employer is building up a case? The idea is that the employer may be trying to put you in a situation or put themselves in a situation where they can let you go for cause, um, where they can let you go without severance. So how do you know your employer is building a case against you? Well, if it's things that in the past uh, your the company was fine with, all of a sudden they're not fine with. All of a sudden there's nothing that you can do right. They're writing you up. They're giving you warnings. They're giving you bad performance reviews. Uh, they're putting you on a performance improvement plan things that signify that they don't see a future for you there. But if the company is going through the trouble to build up a case, usually what that means is they're trying to actually get rid of you for cause. So if the company is doing that, if the company's trying to build up a case for cause, you can't just sit idly by. You can't just ignore it. You can't just pretend it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Because if you do, down the road, when they do let you go for cause, it's going to be much more difficult to deal with it. So what do you do? What do you do if the company is trying to terminate you for cause uh, or building a case against you? Well, number one is if you disagree with the comments, the warnings, the performance improvement plans, say so and say so in writing. If you don't agree with something you have to say and you have to explain why you don't agree, okay? You have to explain exactly what actually happened. No, you told me I didn't uh, do the right job on this project. Here's what actually happened. You told me that my performance wasn't good. Well, here's what actually happened. Put that in writing. Have all the documents you need to back up your position, okay? Don't sign that you agree with something. If they want you to sign a performance improvement plan that you agree with it, if you don't agree with it, don't sign it. Bottom line is if the company is building a case against you, you have to fight back. You have to build your own case. Don't make it easy for the company to let you go for cause. So if you think the company is now building a case against you, you got to be worried. You got to watch your back. You got to respond. If you don't, you're going to regret it later.
0: And is it not true this whole process is generally tougher for an employer if they're working with an employee who's been there for 15, 20, 30 years? Absolutely, John. It's so difficult Uh, always, let's be clear,
1: always difficult to terminate someone for cause. It's that much more difficult to terminate someone for cause if they've been there for a long time. The idea is if you've been through a company for a long time, you must be doing something right. So you can't just be terminated for cause. You would have had to do something pretty bad, pretty nasty, pretty awful to be let go for cause. And in my experience, and I've been doing this for a long time. Most of the time, when an employee is supposedly terminated for cause, it's not really cause. They've been wrongfully dismissed and they're owed compensation.
0: 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. We'll get to a, uh, a call here. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the show. How are you, pal? Uh, good. How yourself. Good. What's, uh, what's going on with you? Uh, so I have an employer that I'm about to be employed with. And in their contract, it says I have to give them it's a trade job, so uh, construction. I have to give them two weeks notice in order for me to leave them. They don't have any penalties stipulated with it. It's just one of their line items in their contract. But that's usually not the case for them to give contract uh, construction workers the same kind of thing. So, wondering, what can they do to stop me from working with them? If I don't give two weeks
1: notice. So okay, let's 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 address that. If you don't give two if you have a contract that says you have to give us two weeks notice and you don't give them two weeks, you give them two days or a week or some less, the only time they'd be able to do something is if they can show that because you didn't give them the two weeks notice, they've lost something financially. They've incurred damages. Uh, that would be very difficult for them to show, okay, uh, Ryan? It would be almost impossible to show. But if they can show that because you didn't give them the full notice, they lost money, then they potentially can go after you for their losses. Uh, certainly, in your type of job, I would think that would be very, very difficult to establish. Now, the, I want to address, though, something else that you said. Uh, a, a lot of people believe that just because someone is in construction, if they are let go, then you're not owed notice, you're not owed severance. That's wrong. Let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. Not only really? are you owed severance, Ryan, you're owed the exact same amount of severance as someone that's not in construction. So if you lost your job, if they decide to let you go for whatever reason, at that time, based on your age, your position, and the length of your employment, you're going to be owed severance. So keep that in mind. If that ever happens, a month later, 10, 10 years later, you're going to be owed severance. Huh. I've always been under the
0: impression. I think everyone in construction is under the impression. that because yep. you're expected to go from one job site for one day and then another day, uh, you're not owed severance because that's what it says in the labor code, I least. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, and, and that, that's such a good point and we talk about this on the show all the time. So what it, what it talks about in the Employment Standards Act is only with respect to your minimum entitlements. Your full entitlements are separate than that. They have nothing to do with the Employment Standards Act. And you, you and your colleagues and everyone else listening to us right now that's in construction, if you lost your job you are owed severance, full stop, okay? It's as simple as that. So I want you to remember that, Ryan, going forward, and at least you know now. And so I told you about your two weeks, but if you lost your job, your colleagues lost their job, tell them the same thing, they're owed severance, and to give me a call.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate that. And that number, by the way, Ryan, to uh, to hold and hang on to and uh, spread around to your pals as well on the job site, 604-283-3123. That will put you in touch with Lior. And a member of his team as well. Thank God you brought that up because right there he goes before you even finish talking about. It, he said, "Oh, I did not know that." Common, extremely common with construction workers, right?
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. He says, and everyone else believes the same thing. It's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, and, and there's a lot of misconceptions and confusions, which are why, why we're here. The employment standards act does say that uh, employment uh, that uh, that construction employees don't get severance, but that's only a person's minimum entitlements. That ref- that only relates to that. Your full entitlements are much greater than that, have nothing to do with the Employment Standards Act. So bottom line is construction employees, you get severance the same as everyone else. And by the way, they can use severancepaycalculator.com as well.
0: Yep. It's amazing how enlightening the show is when you just take some time to listen and call in. we got time to answer your questions as well, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on sell as well. In the meantime, talking about things you need to watch your back for. Next one, this one's got a massive red glowing light above it, and that is you've been asked to sign a new employment agreement.
1: Yeah, so what I'm talking about here is a situation where you're already working, you have a job, and your boss comes yeah. to you one day and say, hey, Johnny, uh, I need you to sign this new employment agreement. Take a look. The salary is the same. job's the same. Just do me a favor. Sign it. And give it back to me. Wait a second. Wait a big, big second here. That's a, a problem. The only reason your employer is going to ask you if you already have a job to sign an employment agreement, the only reason, if it's better for the company. So yeah, the, the salary may be the same, your, your job description may be the same, so you may think, yeah, no big deal, looks good, I'm going to sign it off. No, no, no. They, there will be things there that are problematic. For example, there could be a term in that agreement that limits your future severance. So, you sign this agreement, a year later they let you go, and you realize that that agreement that you signed means instead of getting $60,000 in severance, you only get $6,000 in severance. Happens all the time. So, when an employment agreement uh, is offered to you, number one, you don't sign it on the spot. You take it home, you read it carefully. If you don't understand even a word, you call me. Let me help you understand what it means because in many cases, if not in most cases, that agreement is going to be hugely problematic for you and you don't want to sign it and you can't be punished for not signing it. So please, please, don't give up rights that that you have just because you don't know any better. Be concerned. Watch your back if your employer all of a sudden wants you to sign a new employment agreement.
0: And that kind of dovetails into, just before we break here along that point, is a lot of people think, oh, wow, I got a nice, big, thick employment contract. The detail is great. No, no, a handshake is better. Most people think it's the other way around, right? <laughs> exactly. People see comfort in words. If you're an employee for you, hmm. the employee, you're better
1: off on a handshake, or you're better off with a two-line agreement rather than a 10-page agreement. That's always the case because the 10-page agreement is going to have many things that are going to take away your rights. That's a bad thing.
0: We will take a short break. Lots more of this, the times you need to watch your back in the workplace and your phone calls as well. Bring them on. Love to talk to you. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell as well. We continue. It is the employment hour right here. CKNW. Still lots of time for you to call in and talk to us as we talk to you, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell if you haven't checked it out yet, severancepaycalculator.com to find out what your severance should be, the proper amount, and email as well any time you want to talk to Lior and his crew, help at employmenthour.com. Talking about the times you need to watch your back when and at the workplace, next one on the list, Lior, is uh, the employer has made changes to the terms of your employment. This is a common
1: one. It's a big one. And it's a very, very important one. And, you know, an employee does have rights when it comes to changes to the terms of employment. Uh, So very common when you see an employee faced uh, with a threat either or a real life situation where the company says, we're going to need to make some changes. We're going to change your job. Uh, So your uh, reduced responsibilities are going to take effect at some point. Or we're going to reduce your pay, or we're going to relocate you, Uh, you know, we're going to change your compensation structure, what have you. Uh, so those are, those are things that an employer generally does not have a right to do. So remember, if an employer wants to change the terms of the employment, you may have the right to treat that as a constructive dismissal. An employer can't do that. So if you're faced with a change, you can accept the change and continue working and say, that's fine, or say, no, employer, I'm not going to take that pay cut. I'm not going to take that demotion. I'm not going to take the change in commission, whatever it is. And you can say, no, that's unacceptable to me, and I'm going to leave, and you're going to have to pay me severance, employer, because that's a constructive dismissal. Now, the reason I say watch your back and be careful is because if you decide to ignore it, you're going to accept the change and continue working. You're not going to say anything. You don't want to be, uh, you know, uh, you want you want to be a good team player. Well, the problem is is that, that if you accept it, you give the company the right to do it again. So if they uh, reduced your pay by seven uh, percent and you're thinking, I don't like this, I hate this, but fine, I'll take it. Uh, the problem with that is you've given them the right to do it again. So next month, it could be another 7% or 10% or 20%. And then at that point, you are stuck and you can't do anything about it. You've just given your employer a power that it did not have and should not have. So that's why you got to watch your back. If your employer is going to start messing with the terms of your employment, number one, you want to try to talk to your employer. You want to tell them why that's unacceptable. You want to tell them that that's not something you're okay with. And if they're going to insist, if they're going to, despite your protests, going to continue doing that, you may want to say, no, I am not accepting this. And if they go ahead anyway, you're going to treat that as a constructive dismissal. I'd rather you leave with severance, leave as a constructive dismissal, than continue working and now have to face these changes all the time. And before you know it, the, tra- the job that you have now is not the job that you have in the future. Now, before anyone goes off there and quits, before anyone goes off there and says constructive dismissal. You got to call me. No one quits without calling me first because we got to do this right.
0: 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on sale. Some are listening going, yeah, okay, the, you a know, pay drop, is that's an obvious one. I don't want to get asked any of my pay, which is fine. But someone's thinking, you know, they've, they've, they've changed shops and they've gone, you know, a few miles down the road or across town. Maybe it won't be so bad. I really like the job, Leor. Can I try this out or is it yes or no? What's the deal there?
1: Yeah, people can try certain things out. Now, if your company is reducing your pay by 50%, there's really not much to try out there, right? Because you know (laughs) what that means. But if the company, as you said, is going to relocate, if they're going to move across town and you say, well, I don't know exactly how this is going to impact me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, if this is a big deal or if it's not a big deal. So with certain changes, you are allowed to take it for a spin, as you say. You are allowed to try it out. The way you would do that is you would tell the company, I want you to tell the company, I'm trying this out. I don't know how this is going to impact you, uh, impact me. I don't know if I'm comfortable with this, but I'm going to try it out for a little while. And then remember, you can only try it for a short period of time, probably a few weeks, anything beyond that. You're going to be considered to have accepted the change. And at that point, it's too late to do anything about it. So yeah, you can try it out. Tell the company that you do that. But if you're going to stay in the role with the change for too long, you're going to accept the change, you're going to be stuck with it, and then you're going to give the company the right to do it again, which is why I say watch your back if the company is going to start changing the terms of employment.
0: Anytime you can click over to Vancouver Employment Lawyers dot CA, email as well as help at EmploymentHour.com. and Lior's number when the show is not happening on the air, six oh four two eight three thirty one twenty three. Talk about the times you need to, to watch your back in that workplace. Another one, your employer isn't being cooperative in accommodating, if at all, medical restrictions, right?
1: Absolutely. And, and you know, yeah. this is something that always uh, happens when uh, an employee really needs help from the employer the most. So uh, we're talking about a situation where you may have restrictions that are medical, maybe you need modified duties or modified hours, or you need the flexibility to work from home sometime because your health is not great, you're working and getting better, and you need some cooperation from the company. Well, remember, the company is under very strict legal duty to accommodate you. The company has to provide that accommodation, even if it's difficult. Now, at some point, it may be too difficult, and they don't have to go all the way there, but in most cases, almost all cases, they have to accommodate and they can't say no. Yeah. Well, if the company does say no, that's illegal. That's a human rights violation. And the reason I say watch your back is because if you're going to try to do something that you're not medically clear to do because the company is making you, well, you're, you're likely to find that your condition is getting worse. So if you're not supposed to stand for more than an hour, but the company is making you do it, well, you may hurt your back, you may hurt your knees, whatever it is, and be worse than you were. So remember, if the company won't accommodate you, I can help you. I can usually kind of give them a kick in the pants, send them a letter reminding them of their legal obligations so they can provide that accommodation. I don't want anyone going against their doctor advice because the company won't accommodate. That's on the company to do. Uh, and if the company doesn't do it, let me t- let me know about it. Let me help you. Let me get that resolved so you can get better and get back to work
0: you have any uh, concerns in that regard or any other tonight somethings uh, you know piqued your interest about your job maybe you're having some uh, some second second thoughts or need some advice bring it on six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight or star nine eight nine eight on your still still got plenty of time to uh, call in and ask Leor your questions. We are talking about the times you need to watch your back another one this one another another huge one again every time we talk about this you you, you kind of start off by saying i can't believe we still have to mention this, but <laughs> you're pregnant or had a baby, and your employer does anything to you anything. I'm not going
1: to even qualify
0: this in any
1: way. Uh, And and the law here really couldn't be simpler. You know, I can explain this to my uh, seven-year-old boy and he'll understand this just perfectly. And and that is this. If you are pregnant, if you're going to have a baby, if you're a father and about to take a paternity leave, well, guess what? Your employer cannot do anything to you because of it. Your employer can't change your job, can't reduce your hours, can't punish you, can't warn you can't uh, reduce your compensation, can't decide that they like your replacement better. Can't do any of that. It's illegal. And the law doesn't have a sense of humor when it comes to these things. The law takes these things very, very seriously. So if your employer does anything to you because of a a pregnancy, because of a parental leave, well, that's a problem. That's a human rights violation right off the bat. Uh, It's a violation of the Employment Standards Act, as well. Uh, It could be bad faith, it could be wrongful dismissal. It's a whole list of things that are wrong and are illegal. So I want people to understand that you have rights, you have entitlements, you shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't be saying, well, I guess I have no choice or my employer knows better or whatever it is. Uh, Yeah, if your employer does anything to you, call me, talk to me, let's, let's deal with this right away. Your employer cannot decide to penalize you even if you're gonna take your full maternity leave. Even if you didn't give them enough notice that you're doing that. Uh, what, even if you just came back from maternity leave and are going back again on maternity leave. Those are things yeah. you're allowed to do. The law provides you such significant protections. So if you Or someone you know are getting less than that if the company maybe doesn't want to take the employee back. Or the company says, well, we'll take you back, put her to a different position or different compensation. Illegal. can't do that. Call me.
0: You know, it's amazing. And on the way on the other end of the employment uh, side of things where you're about to get hired and you don't get the job because you're pregnant, illegal as well. And you see that all the time. It's amazing the amount of screw-ups with with expectant mothers, right, or mothers who have just had kids.
1: Well, yeah, I, I've also spoken with uh, uh, young women who felt that they did not get the job because yeah. their employer assumed, well, you know, you're a woman of a certain age, you're probably going to have babies and we don't want that. Now, in fairness, that's difficult to prove, right? But yeah. but generally speaking, I, I can't, I, I believe them when they say, you know, I, I felt that they weren't interested in me as soon as I walked through the door and I realized, oh wait, she is 25 years old or 30 years old, so she's probably going to have kids. Uh, and, and uh, so the, I didn't get the job. That's illegal. You can't do that. You can't not be hired because of your gender, because of the fact you're going to have kids. Uh, those are things that, again, the law doesn't look kindly on, uh, and there's going to be significant financial repercussions if it can be proven that that's what the employer was doing.
0: Going to keep talking about things you need to watch your back for. I want to flip over to an email, though, before we take a short break and uh, more of your phone call. Sean just writes in, com. by the way. says, my boss, who is the owner of the company, keeps sending me and the other male employees porn pictures that he finds on the Internet. This makes us really very uncomfortable. What can I do? What should we do?
1: Yeah, lovely. Wow. Uh, you know, an employer really shouldn't do that. My gosh. E- especially now at this day and age, your employer should not be sending these inappropriate things. Now, it's not a question of whether or not the, the pictures are legal or illegal. It's a question of the fact that that's inappropriate in the workplace. So what I would tell your employer is very simply, tell them, this is making me uncomfortable. Please stop sending it to me. It doesn't need to be made a big deal. Uh, you don't need to be, uh, you know, uh, providing uh, long letters. A short note. By the way, in writing, everything is in writing, an email. Just yeah, I'm not comfortable with these pictures. Please don't send those to me. And that should stop it. If it does not stop it, if your employer continues despite that, maybe your employer makes light of that and saying, ah, oh, you're just, you uh, know, uh, you're not, you no funds, so I'm going to send it to you anyway. Well, at that point, that could be constructive dismissal as well, and it can also be a human rights issue, okay? So you may be able to say, no, this is making me uncomfortable. You created this work environment where I'm not feeling comfortable anymore. I've tried to get you to stop, and you didn't. Human rights issue potentially, certainly a constructive dismissal, which allows you to live with severance. An employer, a boss, a supervisor should be professional, should not assume that others are comfortable with the behavior that he or she seems to be thinking is appropriate. So if your employer does something, says something, shows you something that makes you uncomfortable, tell them, put it in writing. And if they refuse to do it, if they refuse to change, that easily could be a constructive dismissal.
0: And call your 604-283-3123 is the number. It is help at employmenthour.com. you got a few minutes as we take a break. Check out severancepaycalculator.com as well. That will tell you how much severance you are owed. Very simple to use. There's absolutely no charge. There's a contact button at the bottom, or it's anonymous. You don't have to put in any personal information. It takes about 30 seconds to run through it, and you will be both surprised and enlightened with the result at the bottom of that uh, particular exercise. More of your calls coming up, and we'll get back into things you need to watch your back for in the workplace. It is 604- four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight or star nine eight nine eight on cell. It's the employment hour. This is CKNW. Yeah, you still got lots of time. We got open lines, as uh, just mentioned, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 98 on your cell to call in the last uh, few minutes here. Ask your questions, get them on. We do them every Sunday, so we'd love to, love to talk to you as well. Email is help at employmenthour.com. We'll get to a couple more of those before we wrap up today as well. Things you need to watch out for. Watch your back when at the workplace you are not getting paid overtime deposited, uh, or at least in the working extra hours, right?
1: Yeah, if you're not getting overtime, even though you're working those extra hours, well, that's a problem, yeah. of course, because you do, because you are overtime. And, and there's a lot of misconceptions about overtime. Some people think that, uh, you know, if you're a salaried employee, if you're on a salary instead of hourly, you don't get overtime. Other people think that, well, if my boss didn't ask me to work the overtime, but I worked it, then I don't get paid. Again, those things are wrong. If you work overtime, even if you're a salaried employee, you get it. Eight hours a day, more than that, or 40 hours a week, more than that, you get paid overtime. And it doesn't matter ultimately if the company asked you. If the company, even if the company didn't ask you to work the overtime, but you had to do it, you had to work the to work the overtime hours to get the job done, the company has to pay. So don't create a situation where the company all of a sudden. Uh, owes you a lot of overtime. You don't do anything about it. Yeah. At some point, the right to collect overtime is going to disappear. You're going to the limitation period is going to expire. So remember, if you work the overtime, you have to get it paid, and it's okay to demand it. The company can't fire you, punish you because you've asked for your overtime. If you're not sure if uh, overtime is paid, call me. Some employees are exempt. For for example, managers don't get overtime, uh, but most other employees do get it. Uh, and again even salaried employees. So even if you just get a fixed salary, but you work more than those hours a week, you have to get it paid. Don't let the company get away with it and always feel comfortable and confident knowing that if you walk up to your boss's office and say, hey, I understand you owe me overtime, you cannot be punished for that. And of course, any issues, problems or concerns, just reach out to me, call me or email me.
0: Again, 604-283-3123 to get a hold of Lior and his crew, help at employmenthour.com. Times you need to watch your back. This one's big, especially in, uh, in the current environment. That is your employer won't deal with a harassment complaint.
1: Big time. Yeah, this is a, a big one. This is our one that we deal with often, especially these days uh, where you're, you're being harassed, you're being mistreated, and you go to the company and you say, help me out, okay? Uh, make this stop do something about it and the company won't do either, they don't do a good job of it, they don't take it seriously, uh, or or they just ignore it. Well, if that's what happens, that's illegal. When a company is faced with a harassment complaint, when you go up to your boss, your HR manager, your owner of the company and say, I'm being harassed, what they have to do, number one, is take it seriously. Number two, they have to investigate. They have to take a look at what happened, even if it means uh, interviewing people. Sometimes it may mean bringing in an outside investigator to to actually find out what happened. And when they know what happened, they have to fix it. They have to make it stop take measures to make sure that it doesn't happen again because you have a right to work in an environment that's not poisoned, in a healthy environment. If the company refuses to do that as a last resource, uh, you can use that uh, to treat that as a constructive dismissal. That's, again, potentially a human rights violation depending on the type of harassment. Now, the reason why I say kind of watch your back is because Mm -hmm. you can't just ignore it. If the company won't uh, deal with the harassment, you're going to find yourself in a situation where your work environment is difficult, it's poisoned. Uh, I've seen people go off on medical leaves because of it, even for many, many months, because things got so bad that they couldn't take it anymore. They suffered from anxiety and depression. Don't let that happen to you, okay? Make sure that you understand that you have rights and entitlements and you don't have to just suffer if you're being harassed. Watch your back insist that the company deal with it and if they won't deal with it because uh, they don't know what they're doing or they don't want to let me deal with it let me solve the problem either I can make the company deal with it or I can get you out of there with compensation what I don't want you to do is to suffer watch your back be careful insist on your rights you
0: have a right to do that the things you need to watch your back uh, when and when and how you should be watching your back if this ever happens the big one that we saved it for the last night is you're right there you're staring at a termination letter.
1: Yes. and Here's the thing. Most termination letters are inadequate, completely inadequate. Most of the times when you're staring at a letter saying, today's your last day, we're letting you go, and here's what we're paying you, that amount, that dollar amount that they're paying you is a fraction of what you're owed in almost every case. But when I say watch your back, what I mean, it's your responsibility to make sure that you get what you're owed. You cannot count on the company uh, to do what uh, it's supposed to. You cannot count on the company saying this is good or count on the company when they say uh, you can't get more. That's wrong. It's mm-hmm. your responsibility to make sure no one else's. So call me, go to severancepaycalculator.com, call another employment lawyer if you don't want to talk to me and you don't think uh, I'm, good, I'm a good guy, call someone else. But it's your responsibility to make sure no one's going to do this for you and you don't want to find out a week, a month, Two years after you signed it, uh, signed the severance letter that you were owed another ten or twenty or fifty thousand dollars. Happens all the time. Don't let that happen. And if you're not sure what this means, if you're not sure if the severance package is adequate,
0: you're not sure how to watch your back, just give me a call. Yeah, this is the one where they drop the ball most often, right? They don't know. Oh, I figured it was a week per year. Sorry, or too bad. Don't want that to happen to you. It's the worst, right?
1: No, no. You know, we, 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 we yeah. try to answer questions here, and but oftentimes people hear us after they've already signed off on the package. If that happens, I always have to break, give bad news to people that you can't uh, go back in time. You can't do anything about it. I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to be proactive and, and, and be smart and informed. So if you lost your job, watch your back. Call me. Go to SeverancePayCalculator.com. Now you know.
0: Done for another week. We will do it again next Sunday. Of course, in the meantime, that number to get a hold of Lior, 604 283 3123, Vancouver Employment Lawyers.ca online, and the email, of course, help at employmenthour.com. Till next time, this has been the Employment Hour right here on CKNW.